0: the bamboo project podcast starts in three
1: two welcome to the bamboo project podcast my name is donovan gray the future 10 billion dollar man on the way to 10 billion i decided i'm going to help create one thousand millionaires including myself and not by being a guru or selling a course but by doing the things i already love to do every day and documenting the journey to get there i figure i'll make all the mistakes so you don't have to my name is donovan gray And this is how I would turn my life into a living. I like to start off by giving a shout out to all the people rocking with us and supporting the channel. We really appreciate you. We are currently streaming on all major streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, you name it, we on it. And if we not on it, we about to be on it. For everyone listening to this podcast and not watching it, you can find us on YouTube at... The Bamboo Project. We have over 400 videos on our channel. You want to learn real estate? We got that. You want cooking tutorials inspired by Dr. Savy We got that. Travel lifestyle vlogs? Got it. You want makeup and hair growth tutorials? Got it. Basketball? Got it. It's everything us. All the parts of the journey that don't make it to YouTube will be on our story. You can find me on Instagram at Donovan Gray. D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. And my phenomenal, beautiful, amazing girlfriend, Anita Byrne. A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. The Bamboo Project is about turning your life into a living by making money off the things you already do every day. We made different playlists for all the things we are into, and you can find all of those links in the description box below. This may be your first time here, and if it is, welcome to the family. But for everyone else, this is chapter two, page 94. All right, so this podcast has four different segments. We have the life update, episode playback, Donovan's questions, and the topic of the day. Today's day is January 4th. It is currently two p.m. All audio and video timestamps will be in the description box below. Today's day is January 4th and it is 12.02 p.m. So before I get into the life update, we are gonna do our routine screen time check so we know how much time we spent on our phone this week, what apps we spent the most time on, and if we did better than last week. All right, so my last week's average for the week was eight hours and 40 minutes. Uh, My, seems like every day was pretty much the same, which is interesting, almost the same exact. It was about nine hours each day on my phone about pretty much every single day was nine hours so my highest day was nine hours and 20 minutes which was tuesday and my most used app for the week was instagram then youtube and then safari i don't remember having instagram this high before is it always this high no it's not instagram has never been this high well that's not true that's not true okay so, yeah, it was 10 hours and 35 minutes. YouTube was 8 hours and 48 minutes. And I spent 7 hours and 16 minutes that last week on Safari. My average pickups for the week was 101, which is super high. Uh, and my first used app after pickup was Mail. So, but 101. I don't think I've cracked 100 in a, in a long time. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't, oh, no, that's not true. Did it two weeks ago. All right. Alright, so what is your what is your screen time? My screen time...
0: Lord, I'm scared. Is 5 hours and 47
1: minutes. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I don't know.
0: 5 hours and 47 minutes. Um... Yeah, uh... I was on Google Maps for 8, eight hours and 30 minutes. Instagram for 7 hours. TikTok for three hours. Yeah, that's it. Messages, Gmail. That's
1: after. I don't know what you be doing. How you not be on your phone? Um, you on your laptop like that? How does that even happen? <laughs> Five hours.
0: First used after pick up is Instagram 107.
1: After that's messages. Yeah. That's crazy. What was your most used app?
0: My most used app was.
1: And this for was, last. This for last week.
0: Wait. Yeah, my week's average. Yeah.
1: But last week, not this week. Wait, right, last week. Okay. See, look. Okay. Then what? What's your most used?
0: Google. Google
1: Maps. And then Second most
0: uses Instagram. And then TikTok.
1: how much on Instagram?
0: Seven hours.
1: Mm, and you said Google? How much were you on Google Maps? Eight
0: and a half.
1: Mm. Okay, so this is So this is the first episode of twenty twenty two and our New Year's was it was okay. It was it was just It was all right. You know, I spent, we did like a Christmas slash New Year's thing. Uh, We opened up presents on Zoom with my mom and my sister, my mom's boyfriend and nephew was, not nephew, Melissa was there. Um, So that was cool. Uh, Our last video, we talked about all our goals for this year upcoming. And I realized in that video that we have really missed all of the goals except for maybe two. And I was or I am very disappointed in that fact. I feel like we should have hit way more goals than we had on the list. And I believe the biggest reason for us why we did not hit our goals is because we forgot about the goals that we had. I think that is the biggest reason. We hit a lot of goals we had, but not the ones we had for the beginning of the year. So we ended up getting cats. You know, we ended up getting a car. We put it on Turo. We hit the YouTube goals. um, We got the house you know we probably got credit we got the second stage of the house you know we bought a house a lot of different smaller things but in terms of you know reading exercising getting a certain amount of airbnbs making a certain amount of money we didn't hit those goals so after watching that video what i learned was i need to see my goals every day like every day for the year i need to be able to see what my goals are we actually had that before on our wall we have this glass um like whiteboard right and we're right on there so i'll be able to see it what we going to do that was when we went to italy and that's when we were what else did we do that during that time which oh started a basketball tournament so they'll put a team in the basketball tournament so those kind of things right and this is something that i realized has way more importance than I probably would say anything when it comes to being successful That's something that you want to do is. One, being consistent, I think consistency, longevity is the most important thing. I think the most successful people have done it for the longest. Like if you think about LeBron James, he's probably going to be the most uh, highest scoring player in the NBA, not necessarily because he's the best scorer or the best player, really. But he's played for 20 years at a good pace. Like he's not averaging 40 points a game or 35 points a game for the last couple of years, he's pretty much averaging, you know, aver- you know, 25, 27 points. But if you do that for 20 plus years, 25 plus years, you're going to be one of the best scorers in the NBA. And for us or for me, what I realize that happens to me is this. I will know what my goals are. I will know how to achieve my goals. I will know the plans and steps I need to take to get there. And I'll do them. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm already here. I I just forget about what I did to get me to this spot. Okay, here's an example. Uh, I'm actually reading a book right now. Uh, it's called The Psychology of Money, right? And in the book, they talk about compounding interest, pretty much. And they always say that you can lose 10 years of work or 10 years of gains by not investing for one year, pretty much. Let's say that you're investing from 2010 to 2020, right? Let's say from 2010 to 2005, the market is going crazy, 100% returns every year. Let's just say it's doing something like that, right? But then the year after that, it goes to 300% losses for the next five years, right? So now we're in 2008. And for the next three years, it goes up 500% every year, right? Just an an example. Now, if you take your money out because you're like, oh my God, I'm losing all of my money. You won't be there for the insane returns that are going to come in 2008 to 2010, right? Now, how I've been applying that or how I can see now how that can be applied to my real life is let's say I don't stretch, right i stretch for 5 days in a row 6 7 days in a row right and then i don't stretch for 3 or 4 days right then i go and play basketball if i go and play basketball after not stretching the loss of me cramping up and getting injured will be far greater than if i just stretch for those extra 3 days so now i've been stretching for 5 days i go i don't stretch for 3 or 4 days i go and play basketball and then i get seriously hurt now i can't stretch for weeks or maybe months right and I feel like that's kind of what I've been dealing with in terms of my goals I'll do it for a period of time and then for whatever reason I feel like maybe I've done enough I've done a good job I forget maybe something else comes up and then I don't continue to compound the success that I've been having and when I what I realize is when I do that I get A lot of bigger losses that come from me not doing a smaller compounding interest. Another example of that would be over the weekend, you know, the podcast went up pretty much super late. Today is Tuesday. The podcast went up last night or yesterday. Right. And I have three videos to put up. There's the Turo update video. There's the YouTube journey video and the YouTube analytics video, right? So because I was not able to post the podcast on time, that now backed up all of the other videos that came up. And it's one small thing that you can do that can give you bigger losses than if you had just done the small thing. So one small mistake can lead to a lot more mistakes if you let that mistake compound that's the best way to put it so for me in that situation with the podcast it was okay i was not able to edit the podcast you know some things always happen that's just life things come up shout out to emilio we have now coined this new term the bamboo project effect that is when the craziest things happen that nobody could think of and it it just randomly happens they usually are not good That's the Bamboo Project Effect. Uh, If you've been here for a while, you will know what we're talking about. That happened this weekend with the podcast, right? Bamboo Project Effect, things just come up. So, because I was not able to edit that video, it pushed me back from being able to edit the next video. And because I didn't edit the second video, I couldn't edit the third video. Now, what I could have done to avoid making that lost compound and saying, you know what? I'm going to scratch the podcast from editing it right now because i can't figure out the problem and i'm going to go to edit this other video the youtube analytics video or the youtube tutorial update video and that way my losses wouldn't have compounded if people who invest that would be equivalent to you getting a loss in the market your, your stocks go down 10 percent, and you go you know what i'm taking all my money out i no longer want to invest in the market i don't want to lose any more money i'm taking all my money out instead of going you know what I'm going to keep investing in this. So what I think the better alternative would have been was, okay, this video didn't go up. It's not whatever the reason is. I'm going to get these other three videos out and then we'll come back to figure out whatever that issue was. And actually, I have a story about that. I'm going to talk about the episode playback. Um, so like I said, that's kind of where we've been at as far as the new year. And what I've gotten now, we talked about in the last podcast, is uh, my beautiful, phenomenal, amazing girlfriend bought me a planner. It is called the Panda Planner, okay? That's what it's called, panda like panda bear, wow. And they eat bamboo. Wow, that's, you know that?
0: <laughs> no. That's
1: crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. And no, I that's crazy. I didn't That's crazy. but I got it. That's crazy. Imagine being out of bamboo. That would be even crazier. <laughs> It says printed on 100% recycled paper, but it don't say what kind of paper. I just think that would be crazy with me out of bamboo. What are the odds that we got the Panda Planner, the bamboo project? Wow. Y'all, figure, y'all don't know? Y'all can figure that out. That's crazy. Was not planned. Okay, so I have my Panda Planner and I wanna show y'all how it is, right? So I got, where is it? Uh, it has a monthly section right here, right? Boom, monthly section. It has this one only has six months to it. Well, actually it has it has all the months, but in terms of days, it only has six months worth of worth of days. Um, it has weeks, and this is how the weeks look. I can see that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna you know talk about it all and say it too because everybody everybody's not watching the video. So this is how it looks. Um, and then we have the daily planner, which looks like this. Okay, so everybody who's looking, who's watching, I can see this. Okay, so to those who are listening, obviously you have the monthly planner. You write in it. You write in the dates. It has all the squares on it, so that's good. Um, it has at the bottom my month goals, my reason why, and I, this is new to me: distractions to avoid. That is. That's a good one. I'm gonna have to, this, plan, this planner is fire. Like it's really fire. Um, shout out to my girl, my, my, my baby girl for getting me this planner. Um, so now you have the month section, right? So the month section, not the month, the week section. It has five lines for big wins. It has two lines for how I will improve. Then it has things I will do to make this week great. Personal, work, family, friends, relationship. Those are the boxes that you can write into. Uh, it says I'm looking forward to, it has three lines for that. It says I'm a habits I'm focusing on developing. It has two lines for that. Learn something new. It's a line for that. Passion project. A line for that. Then it has four project squares. At the bottom, it has top goals. It has five top goals. Okay. And that's for the week. This one is for the week. So then for the day, it has the morning review. At the top, you write your date. Then you write your daily habit underneath that it says what i'm grateful for right it has three lines for that it has a focus box you can write in has an exercise box which you can write in it has a three lines to say what i'm excited about then underneath that has an affirmation okay now it has top priorities okay there are five large boxes for that to the right of that this has a schedule so on the schedule is where you have uh it looks like you have nine plus twelve that would be twenty one that's funny uh you have 21 lines to write down what you want to do for the day and then you have oh you have task. i didn't even see that what's the schedule for at a oh, time i think those are the times so
0: if you have something to do at six you would write it there
1: but it doesn't go from six to nine
0: mm-hmm.
1: like six a.m to nine p.m mm-hmm. oh that makes sense that makes a lot of sense i'm like why does it so i can't work after nine no i guess <laughs> All right, so there's that. Uh, I definitely thought that was not that. So how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are 10 boxes for your task for the day. And then there are a lot of for the schedule. Either way, you can use all of it. Um, then you have end of day review. It has today's wins, how I'll ever improve, and then it has notes at the bottom. So like I said, this, this uh, planner has been phenomenal so far, and I've used it for two days. Uh, yesterday I got a 72% on my to-do list. I'm trying to keep that above 90% because I was like I said, like I said on last week's podcast. How am I gonna hit 100% of my yearly goals? If I'm not even hitting my 100% of my daily goals. Like that gap is gonna get bigger the more days I don't hit. You know what I'm saying? It's compounding. Um, compounding losses and compounding wins. You gotta compound the wins more than the losses. So that's pretty much you know how the New Year's went. I think it was I, I think we started off on a very good foot. I'm lying the The weekend was kind of crazy. like the weekend was actually we started off on a really bad foot. We're better now, that's for sure. I'm gonna explain why, but we are definitely better now, uh, Melissa had uh cooked some chicken on new year's and if y'all don't know according to people i've heard recently that's supposed to be bad luck because if you make chicken on new year's then your luck flies away listen i don't know this is what people be telling me that so um but according to our first two days of the year that might be the truth and honestly now that i think about it i feel like last year we did the opposite and i, I mean would you say that last year went well
0: it's hard to say. It's hard to say because some people say you make your own luck. That is true too. So it's like even if you face adversities, like nothing was handed to us last year, but right. nothing's ever really handed to us. Well, I think the lucky, the luckiest thing is probably the the, um, the lawsuit.
1: Yes, the ten thousand dollars, which is like, know. and it's like ten thousand dollars right now is really not that much money. Like not that I have it, but it's like it would it would help us it would not be i feel like back then it was like yo i don't know what to do with the 10,000 like we have 10,000 let's figure out how we can spend it like what can we use it on now it's like i have to give this to the contractor and i will not see this again <laughs> ever again
0: <laughs>
1: do we have it bro it'll go into the abyss of the of a black hole and i'm like well that is what it is so i was curious i feel like um oh okay this is what i want to say i'm tired of manifesting i'm i feel like that work needs to be retired i'm exhausted with it Put it to rest here's why okay i listened to last week's podcast and i looked at myself say i'm gonna manifest manifest this these goals for the year ain't manifest shit ain't nothing come from that so here's what i realized right i am gonna have to do what needs to be done and god is gonna have to get with the program i don't know how him the universe how they want to figure it out i'm gonna make sure that i'm doing all of my goals every day i'm gonna make sure i'm doing the many goals as i can every day and if luck want to come and kick it with me, by all means. All right. And I read something in a book today, which I think is a really cool uh, quote. I kind of made it up based on what I read. It's really. I think it's really cool. It's really cool. Did You, did you see the, the thing?
0: Uh, It's in your story.
1: Yeah. You can see. I'm just going to say. It. Okay. So pretty much it went like this. Right. They said that if you get a house, right, Melissa, you expect to pay for the house. right and you see that as a price right now if you get a ticket for speeding right you see that as a fee like damn they caught me i gotta pay this now because i got a ticket and i was speeding right so what the book was saying was that we don't look at You don't have to look at bad things happening as a fee, more or less a price. So this is the price you have to pay to get to something that you want to get to. So an example would be what I wrote down was failure is the price for success. That's what I wrote. That's what I got from that because I'm like. You want to get you want to be successful, you have to pay the price. And the price is going to be failure. The price is going to be people not wanting to be around you because you're talking about being a billionaire. People talking about why you want to do that. You should just go and get a regular job. That's the price. So, if you you can't get entrance, if you can't pay the price. So, it's not really a bad thing. It's just this is the cost of doing that. And I think when things like that happen like what happened over the weekend to us, it's like if I put it in that that lens is like listen i expect to have to pay a price to be what i want to do to be where i want to be and do what i want to do i have to pay a price
0: it's expensive
1: it is expensive but think but but think about it what's the reward because i'm like you paying a price for what for freedom right now you paying the price to be able to move and do and eat and live the way you want to live that's not gonna be cheap that's not cheap Ain't no, ask anybody right now who can do and be and go wherever they want and ask them if that shit, if it's cheap, they're going to be like, absolutely not. I have to make this amount of money. I have to be here and do this. I have to be able to afford for my kids and my wife and have a business that allows me to do that. That shit not cheap. So it's going to cost. So at the end of the day, for me, I look at it like this. I I am now willing to pay the cost of all of 2022, whatever they're going to throw at me. That is the cost I have to pay to become successful. That's the price. It is what it is. So that's not how I look at the lens. I'm looking at it now. One of the reasons why we have the podcast for me specifically is I want to be able to look at myself and go, okay, I know where my holes are. I can tell where my gaps are, I can tell where I have room for improvement. One of the things I learned for me is that I have a three, maybe four day battery, right? I don't know what it is. I never really noticed it until now. And it's because of the podcast and because I try to track, you know, what my goals, how successful I'm becoming or uh, successfully hitting my goals. I will get a burst of energy that lasts about three days, and it's it's repeatedly. I didn't know it was a thing, so I will get up early. I'm like, wow, I feel great. It don't matter if it's raining outside. It don't matter if the sun is up. I just feel like okay, I have energy. I'm motivated. I can get up. I don't, you know, I'm not in the mood to really have any arguments. I just feel good. And it lasts about three days, and for whatever reason, about the fourth day or so, when I try and get up out of the bed, my body is sore. I don't want to get up. My brain just feels kind of foggy. I'm like, I don't really want to move. You know, those kind of days is when you know, I'm looking at my beard. I'm like, do I really, do I really have to do my beard today? Like, do I really have to get up and, you know, clean a litter box right now? I can do it later. As opposed to the days where I'm actually feeling it those first three days. Now I go, okay, I can actually, uh, now I actually can't do it, right? I really don't want to do it. So I noticed that. But now that I've noticed that, I can now try and accommodate for that. I don't know what's causing it, but I think me not even knowing that it's happening is even worse. And that's the same thing I say about the finances and the same thing I say about the uh, phone screen time. Because I'm like, if I don't even look at how much time I'm spending on my phone or how much money I'm spending, I'm going to spend too much. It's because I'm not tracking it. I don't know where I can cut costs. People are building, you know, apps and products that make me want to spend money and spend time on it. So if they are actively trying to take my money and my time and I am passively using it, they're going to get all of my time and my money because I don't know. I don't pay attention to what they're doing. So. Now that I see the three-day thing, now I can go, okay, I can accommodate for this. Or at least maybe I can do three days, take a break for one day, then work for three days. As opposed to, like, like I said earlier, work hard for three days, take a break for four days, that erased the last two weeks of what I did. So that's something now that I've been uh, working on I learned from my life update in the last week. Now, a couple other things for life update. Okay, so... As y'all know, Omar Omarion been dancing all over New York, Florida, the NBA, every YouTube, Instagram. I have never seen so many people getting sick. Like I'm talking about, you would think that we are in a pandemic now. Like the way it was before, it was kind of like a forced pandemic in my opinion. It wasn't what I see now. Now everywhere everybody is sick like it's kind of crazy and everybody says that it's the omarion and it's like you know i don't know i don't have the data or the lab to test it but last year or two years ago remember when it first came out everybody was like dang dude who got it who like you know anybody that got it yet? at that point it was kind of like a. I heard a friend got it oh i knew somebody that got it and then you were We was all kind of waiting for like that one celebrity to come out and i think the first one was idris elba and we were all just like, wow, okay, so he got it. Oh, is he going to be okay? Okay, this person got it. And then the NBA happened. They had the bubble. They were thinking, okay, who who's going to be the sickest, right? And, you know, every once in a while, somebody would get it. But we were in a pandemic. We were in a, like, oh, my God, we cannot go outside. This is terrible. Now, now, I could probably name you six, seven, eight people that I, that have it, like, I, I I seen Clarence, uh, NYC, he said he had it, this girl I follow on Instagram, Airbnb, I forgot, I think it's George, Airbnb Money, I think it's called, I follow her, she said she got it, uh, bro, the the whole NBA basically got it, they, the NBA has it so bad that they have teams of 15 who are supposed to be playing, they only have four players who can play, that, like, this is multiple teams that have that, and I'm like, this is the time now that the cdc or whoever's in charge is saying okay now we're going to do a five-day quarantine uh if you're asymptomatic you can still go to work don't worry about it and i'm like in my opinion it's worse now in terms of people getting sick than it was before like everybody getting it bro last week my mom told me on new year's that she got it that's why we or has it that's the reason why we decided that we had to go and uh and do the zoom thing because my sister didn't want you know to catch it from her and they didn't want to spread it to me so we just kind of did the whole zoom new year's so she got it and she was like coughing on the phone when i talked to her um and she would just kind of she sounded like she had a cold i mean you know i don't know how bad it feels that's what it sounded like to me um so now she had it so now in the back of my mind i'm like damn this is crazy because i don't know how bad it is now she has taken the vaccine so she according to what people say should be fine which i hope that she is um but in the back of my head my sister lost her dad to it and then my dad i don't want to say that he was lost to it because i know that he was killed and murdered by my family who was negligent uh, and the malpractice of doctors in that situation but I digress I put on the podcast a while ago you know that is what it is that whole moment that whole time was crazy but again I digress so now I'm like damn this shit is crazy I feel like every single like not every single person but a lot of people are getting it. and I know what they say It's transferable, it's very transmissible or whatever the case is. I'm like, sure, sure. If it was, they said the same thing about the other one they said the first one was this super transmissible thing and that's why we had to be inside all the time so now it's like okay this one is more transmissible but less deadly but then it's like it's less deadly but then you also have the vaccine and you're wearing a mask and you're social distancing and you have on two masks and you get a second vaccine and you get a booster shot so it's like i don't even know how deadly it is i don't listen it's a lot going on and i try i try not to go too deep into it because i feel like Like I said, I'd be feeling like it's a it's a very uphill battle with this because talking to certain people, I've heard certain things. And it's just kind of like logic. It's it's very hard to have a logical conversation with somebody that's afraid like you. It's really hard because if you think about when they say. If you're a lifeguard and you have to go save somebody who's drowning, they tell you to punch them, knock them out right you're like why would, why would, why would somebody who's afraid of their, of dying afraid for their life they all they want to do is live why would you punch them in the face right the reason is because they are so afraid for their life they are not thinking straight so they will drown you who came to save them because they are trying to live now that sounds crazy and if you ask them hey why would you drown the person trying to save you they're going to say i wasn't even thinking about it all i was trying to do was live now is that person crazy for that? You, not really, because they all they're thinking about is I want to live. So it's it's kind of having that conversation where it's like, how do I even talk to somebody that's just afraid? I was playing a basketball this weekend and I went on the I took a regular bus, the MTA bus. And when I went up there, um, you know, I didn't have my, my mask on or whatever when I got off the bus. And I asked the guy, I said, Can I get a transfer? He told me no he's not gonna give me a transfer and I'm like bro what are you talking about he said your mask is not on I'm like what that has to do with me getting a transfer that has nothing to do with me getting a transfer for the next bus so I'm like okay fine I put my mask on right now once I put it on I barely put it on because I'm like I just want to show you the hypocrisy and the idiocracy of what you're saying so I put the mask on like my lower lip right and then I'm like sir I want you to know that you are wearing two masks right now. You are sitting behind this big-ass glass plastic wall, and I also have my mask on my lower lip, and I know you're probably vaccinated because you are driving this bus. And I asked are you vaccinated? He said yes. So I'm like, why are you afraid of me not wearing a mask if you have all these protections? At what point do you go, hmm, you know what? I feel safe, right? Right. At what point do you ever, do you feel safe? And this is what happens. This is the this is the argument that people have because no, it's no longer about being safe anymore. Nobody is, is doing it for themselves to be safe. If you ask people, they're either doing it because they want to go travel, they want to go to school, they don't care, they want to eat indoors, right? So it's like, whatever. If you want to do it, by all means, I don't really care. That's what you want to do. But just don't give me the crazy logic behind it. Don't tell me like, okay, uh, I'm... This is what he told me. He said it might get out of your mask onto my clothes, and I might bring it on you from your from my clothes home to my family, and I might give it to somebody, and they might get sick. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, I'm like, this. What is the argument? What do I even say to that? Because first of all, I told him like, listen, it don't even work like that. Like you don't it don't live on your clothes that long on on surfaces that long, and and from far as I know, if it's in the sunlight it's pretty much rendered useless, so if you get it on you when you outside, I don't know what the numbers are. it's probably very, very unlikely that somebody is gonna lick your shirt because I coughed on it and you went home after your long hour your long shift, and they're gonna get sick that's what like what's the what are the odds that happen and then here's the other thing they probably they probably whoever you're going to see probably going to wear a mask, probably has the vaccine. So if you, what's the point? Because <laughs> Now, what's the point of this, right? If I have it and I give it to you and then you take it and go give it to somebody else and they get sick, what is what happens then? Are you going to say that maybe uh, they're afraid that they will give it to somebody else? Because here's the last thing I was pretty much trying to say, which I didn't say to him is this. At this point anybody that decided not to get the vaccine has chosen to to deal with the consequences of it that's what it is so at this point if you decided not to take the vaccine if you if you if you get it it is what it is so now everybody who has it who are y'all still worrying about because who could y'all be worrying about if the person who does not have the vaccine has said to you, I don't really care. And everybody else has been vaccinated because now if two vaccinated people catch it, right? No, if one, if one vaccinated person catches it and gives it to another and one of them die, whose fault is that? Who, do we, who whose fault do we put that on? Right. And this is the last thing I'll say about that part is I really dislike people saying the phrase. I don't want that to be on my conscience or what about the other person that could. I'm like, bro, two years ago, three years ago, were y'all worrying about other people like this? How, how, cause if we being honest, a common cold could kill somebody too. But I bet y'all wasn't wearing a mask three years ago when you went outside. I bet y'all there was times I didn't wash your hands for two minutes saying happy birthday all the way up to your elbows. You know why you didn't do that? Cause it seemed ridiculous. You're like, listen i'm pretty sure i don't have to wash my hands up to my elbows every time i wash my hands at the bathroom but if you look at the the signs that they give you you should do that it sounds ridiculous when i say it right imagine if i told you every time you wash your hands wash it up to your elbows because you don't want to get somebody the common your cold you're not going to prevent somebody from getting a cold it's that it's a part of living people get sick you work on your immune system you work on your health and you you, you deal with that but like i guess i try not to go too deep into it because it really grinds my gears. Um, but, uh, the last thing I want to say on that is this. I I do feel like, even though things are still kind of crazy, I do feel like we are moving more towards a lot of this going away. Um, and the reason I say that is because I feel like things are getting very desperate. Like if you were to if you were to, I feel like at this point they are they were begging us to take it, and now they are trying to force us to take it. And I feel like that's because they don't have the power and control to do it. And I feel like there there's a time limit. That's what I was feeling before. And now what I was just kind of reading recently is that the... I watched the Joe Rogan podcast with, I think it's, it's one of the last doctors he had on there. I forgot exactly which one. I think it was Robert Malone. And he was talking about how you the the government is not allowed, or the company are not allowed to use the emergency authorization use after two years if there's no emergency anymore, right? And I think that's what they are trying to do is either one, trying to make it a continuous emergency so they can continue to make more of the you know vaccines or whatever or i think that they are trying to get everything they can and make as much money as possible within that two-year span because they know once it comes to the two years they're probably gonna do like a re-up and go okay how bad is it out there okay it's not that bad okay boom since the emergency is over you can no longer you know give out vaccines or mandate this or do that because there's no emergency so i think that personally i think that's what's happening this is the next uh topic in the life update I talked about the Bamboo Project effects. Shout out to my guy, Emilio, right? So, the Bamboo Project effect is for anybody that is a part of the Bamboo Project, okay? It's the price we have to pay to become billionaires. It is what it is, okay? So, my beautiful, phenomenal, amazing fine-ass woman over here, right? Okay. Uh Decided that she wants to become an appraiser. Now, this is the idea we had about, I'm going to say maybe like May, something like that, right? Of last year. So we paid for the course. She decides she's going to become an appraiser. I'm going to become an agent. She's going to do hers in Georgia. I was going to do mine in Philadelphia, you know, just that kind of thing so for an appraiser you have to take four tests right and you have to pass each course before you can take the next test right so you know things kind of got crazy so towards the end of the time that she had to complete it is when she decided to complete the entire course right so she did all of her tests in like a month or like a month and a half she was studying every day taking notes up to middle, you know, middle of the night, up early in the morning, just studying and practicing and get preparing for the test. So we had to drive out to Jersey for all the tests, right? And the one that we didn't drive out for, she would take the bus out there. I'm just setting this up for you guys, right? So about like October, end of October, maybe November, she found out that she passed all of her tests, right? So we we're excited. But like, yes, you can become an appraiser. We can finally have some income coming in. we we'll we go to Georgia, we're ready. We're we're prepared. So then, you have to send in documents and paperwork to the uh, the school or to the MLS about or whatever the appraisal people about your grades that you got, right? So she submitted this. You got to pay a fine or a fee or whatever. She did that. And then they sent her back and said, hey, so we actually can't approve you for your appraisal license because you didn't pass all of your tests. Melissa's like, what you mean I didn't pass all my tests? They're like, yes, he's right here on his score. It says you got a 74 and you need a 75 to pass. Now, this conversation is happening two months after the last day that she is able to even retake the test. They closed out the whole course, right? So you can imagine how stressful and crazy this seems, right? Because now Melissa's like, did I pass that? No, I know for a fact I passed that. I know I passed that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to take the next course, right? So what we found out is that if you look on the course, it says what your grade is. And if you complete it, you can no longer go back to take the old courses right, if you got, if you pass the test, so Melissa is telling people on the phone, like, hey, listen, I passed the test, and the lady is saying, well, I know, maybe you did, I don't know, but they don't say that you did, so, you know, that's kind of crazy, so she's like, okay, can I take it again, the lady goes, mm, mm, nah, you can't take it again, she, what, you mean you can't take it again, well, what happened was, we no longer offer that course anymore, so you can't take it again, and, not only can you not take it again with us, you have to take it with somebody else and repay them the $500 to retake the test again. Now, question, if you retook it, would you have to retake all four or just that one?
0: That one, but I would have to, t- it's a 30-hour
1: course, so I would have to take the whole. So she had to, she had to do the whole 30-hour course again to take one test, right? And pay $500 for a test she already passed and was driving out of state to go and take and taking a bus out of state to go and take. So, again,
0: oh, th- and I what? The one of the main
1: reasons why I had to
0: finish my test uh, in October, too, is because the place that I was taking it at was moving mm-hmm. we to a new location. So, All they're
1: right. no longer there. So, I can't even take it there anymore. Right. So, as y'all heard, now, even if you had to take a test, they're not there, right? Now you had to find somebody else to take the test, and we are still moving to Atlanta. So, it's just a crazy... Again, the Bamboo Project effect is, is in full effect right now, okay? Now, the lady seems to have no remorse about this whatsoever, like, at all. She's like, well, listen, I don't know what to tell you, but it says 74, and you didn't pass, so you, we're not giving you what you need to be able to come an appraiser. And she's like, Melissa's saying, well, I I did what I was supposed to do. The lady's like, well, that's too bad. So now, Melissa... Is going through it. We're talking about it last night. She's very distraught. It's like, yo, I can't believe this happened. This is ridiculous. So I was trying to figure out, okay, uh, what do we do? And you want to know what makes this even worse? A few hours before that, as y'all know, my beautiful, phenomenal, amazing, fine ass girlfriend, right? Uh, she has a candle company. It's called Ember Candle Co. Okay, now a few hours before Melissa, my beautiful, phenomenal, fine ass girlfriend, got this news about her appraisal. She got news saying that she will not be allowed to go to the craft fair. And the reason being is she does not have the vaccine. So they are telling her that she cannot go to the craft fair, which she already spent money on. She was driving around. The whole day looking for all the stuff to set up the booth. We've been looking at stuff for the whole week, for the last two weeks, set up the booth, doing marketing campaigns, getting it ready for the booth. Honestly, we talked about this for like maybe a month now. We had this planned out, and they decided three days before that they are going to tell her. You have to show proof of vaccine before you come to this. Now, I'm going to come back to that because this is just I'm just giving you a little warm up to see how our New Year's started off. OK, so then you have. Melissa is still trying to figure out what to do with the appraisal thing, because now she the, the time period is over to take the test. The place has moved. The lady don't give a fuck if Melissa is an appraiser or not. She's like, I don't care what you're doing. That's not my business. And the money has been spent. And that's not including whatever like uh, future money we would get from her being an appraisal. So all those things are down the drain and the waste of time. You think think about how much work you got to put in to be studying and studying and studying. And then you think you're good. You, you know, you got a in grade and they hit you with the. Yeah, that's 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 too bad. So we're like, okay, it has to be a technical error. So she calls the technical department last night and they had her on the phone. She was on hold for like an hour. Like literally an hour just on the phone. I was there music playing? Or was it just silence?
0: Yes,
1: with music Bruh, just just si just, just music, just nobody on the phone talking. It got to a point where it's like, okay, you know what, this is too long. So she called them back today, and they were still like Yeah, we don't care about none of that. Like, we don't want to hear none of that. You are not going to be an appraiser. So finally, finally, I don't know how she figured it out, who talked to who, but they were able to find this score that Melissa had passed on her test. So she was... Uh, able to transfer the old the new score to the old score and they would say that the people who were supposed to write the score down didn't write it down and then they were like hey well you should you know write down your scores yourself so that you and it's like listen hindsight is 2020 how am i supposed to know that y'all not gonna write down the score that's y'all job finally they figured that out so now up until this point right now melissa is approved for her appraisal license. She has passed all her courses, Have paid she had to pay. So when we get to Atlanta, she will be a certified in quotations uh, appraiser. Now let's run that story back. Let's spin the block on that candle thing I brought up there real quick. So y'all already know we live in New York, which is why we moving in the first place because you're not gonna convince me. You are not going to convince me. I don't care what you say, I don't care. You are not going to convince me that the COVID vaccine is better than a negative COVID test. You're not going to convince me of that. There is no way. They shouldn't even be compared. You should let me, if you really, if you really, really wanted to be safe, and that's the word you want to use is safe, then I would say you have to get checked three times. You need to see three tests that say you're negative, okay? If I get three tests that say I'm negative, or two out of three tests say I'm negative, then that should be the end of it. But there should not be a, well, you had the vaccine, you're fine to come in here without a test. That's wild to me. And same thing, with so what they told her, If you wanna come in here, you need to have the vaccine or anybody that you're employed by, or you are employing needs to have the vaccine. So we were trying to figure out and deliberate, how, to, how are we gonna get past this? We're like, damn. Should we hire somebody else to come do it? We're like, well, we don't know if they're gonna be able to, if they're gonna care. Then it's like, how much are we paying them? Because we paying them twenty dollars an hour. They're gonna that's, that's money on top of whatever we would have spent if we were just selling candles, right? So like, okay, how maybe have a friend go? But I'm like, damn, think about it. How many friends? want to sit down for eight ten hours selling candles for their friend it's like we cool but that's a long time for me to be there by myself selling candles so I'm like okay how can we fit how, what is the solutions for all of this right so shout out to Melissa's friend who called she had a great solution right it was to it oh, it was to have somebody else go and set up shop there and then hope and this is here's how crazy this is too right melissa could go to the event right with no vaccine walk around there all day but she cannot work there at her own booth now tell me that tell me me how much sense that makes i could walk around the whole place right with no vaccine just walking around buying stuff interacting with people but if i stand in my booth now i have to be have to have the vaccine none of this makes any sense at all so melissa has bought you know tables she's bought all types of decor for it and what we ended up deciding to do was she figured out that she could ask her brother who has taken the vaccine who can work there and he'll be able to be there with his friends who probably also got the vaccine and they could hold it down for a real one so that's what we you know we're excited about right now. That story is still unfolding. We aren't really sure how it's going to go, but that is the plan right now. And we also found, or she found, a, another fair that's outside because, as uh, y'all know, you know why you don't have to be vaccinated? Do you know why you don't need the vaccine outside? You know why? Because they know that if the, the sun is out, you're going to be fine. But don't nobody really talk about that because here's my thing. Yeah, listen, again, yeah, I want to do what I want to do. My issue is not with the vaccine. I want you to know that from day one. I, not from day one, because I used to be on it. My issue is do not make me take it. That is my issue. That is that is my only issue is don't make me take it. What were we talking about before? It's on Donald's question. I think it's on there. Can you scroll down? Um. Okay, right. That's it. Let's go back up. So that that was that was it, right? Um, so the other craft fair is outside, so we're gonna see how that one goes, and then the last two things for the life of it. Anything you wanna say before I go to the last two? Um,
0: I, I think what's crazy about that is that I applied for both craft fairs at the same time. Mm-hmm. So for me to get a message today from the other craft fair, the day after the first craft fair starts acting up, I think it's kind of crazy. And then also, I just received a message from the first craft fair because mm-hmm. um, I I reached back out to them and I asked them should a negative COVID test can I can I still work the booth with a negative COVID test because I bought my slot before these regulations were enacted
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, she's they said that they are going to get back to me so that's better than a no
1: that's good that's very good like I said so the bamboo project is in full effect, okay? You gotta have, you gotta pay the price, for the success, we paying the price with all that ri- ridiculous, weird ass situation that happened over the weekend between the podcast not going up, between the appraisal, between the candles. It's only January fourth. It didn't even we didn't even get that far into the year yet. Like last, can I give us some time to like come up with content for YouTube? Like, bruh, listen, listen. Here's the thing that's crazy. I was
0: vlogging yesterday, bruh. <laughs> like, ooh, I'm about to do this craft in the middle of the vlog, like. Yeah, that's
1: just slow. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what our life now is just that that uh, what's it Don Cheeto? That's that's gonna be like our uh our uh slogan. Like now, what is it called? Like uh, this is a sound that we need to. Either way, that's gonna be our thing. Just damn so yeah so that's like i said that's that's that is Jan. we are four days in and we already on a roller coaster for the first four days so you already know the new slogan for 2022 is it's gonna be a movie so y'all already know we're starting off right we starting off right for that movie okay um and then yeah,
0: musically challenged
1: musically challenged okay so i'm gonna have to we gonna get that on a shirt probably one day and then i might get a uh, damn on a t-shirt <laughs> and the bamboo project effect on a t-shirt um, but yeah, you know, we got some, we got some cool stuff that <laughs> the wild shit, uh, that we got on there. Um, and then the last two things for life update was my favorite time to wake up for me is like three 30 to like five 30, but earlier than five 30. And it's not on some, like, I want to be so successful. I wake up at five 30 AM every day. I do a hundred pushups and I, wake up, I run around the house. No, it no, it's none of that. I realized I don't. I I realized this from 3 30 to 5 30 I feel like the world has stopped and it's so Melissa is sleeping The cats are sleeping. The sun is sleeping. Everybody, nobody's going to be texting me at that time. I just be on my phone playing Uno. It is the, like, I get so excited thinking about it, of how calm, it's quiet. Nothing is happening. Nobody needs my attention. It's three. I'm not getting no notifications. It's three. and And it's not like it's 15 minutes. It's two to three hours of just nothing. It feels so good like i just thinking about it it's like the sun is not even up i don't have to get about the bed to do anything i just lay there i just lay in the bed i just lay there it's it's so like it's so relaxed i can just focus on playing uno for and i'll play Uno for three hours and not even know and be like damn the sun's coming up Shit, i gotta get to work but those three hours though reminiscing about those three hours it's just it's just amazing um but i thought that was just interesting because it's just like i it's it's so you should try it one day like if you get up early in the middle of the day but see that's the thing right because for my beautiful phenomenal amazing fine ass girlfriend it don't work for her like that she wake up at 3 30 in the morning the world is on fire there's nobody there to quell her thoughts of how terrible everything is going she's like on a computer trying to find out what's the newest strain what's the newest virus how are we gonna die what's going on like that's that is that's not accurate okay what do you want to say melissa go ahead
0: i think i think my my uh qualms is more like the business stuff, right?
1: are we going to be homeless right You're are we right. going to have money right how are we okay am i going to cheat that's on you is that on strain, there but
0: like what are the new laws that's gonna kick me out of whatever places i'm currently going
1: to right so like i said extensive existential dread in the morning so for me it's calm and if you looked at a side by side of like me <laughs> and melissa at that time all you would see is like a light screen on my phone and my head under the covers being like oh yes i'm out the window oh shit yes yes and on melissa's side i don't know what she does maybe it's like a big ass laptop screen and she's like biting her nails and she's like fuck i don't know fuck <laughs> shit <sighs> a lot of probably a lot of sighing a lot of sign happens yes. so I, guess, I, I think that's crazy um and then the philly update so my mans listen guys we almost at the finish line we are so close to getting his house finished. Shout out to Melissa. She's gonna be coming out with us out there. I'm telling you, it's so we are so close. My man's called me and said that he's ready for the insulation and the sheetrock. we got new windows that came in and already put on the on the building. So we're like, ooh. And here's what here's what he said to me that really got me going. He was like, I just talked to my guy about the floating stairs, they on their way, I'm like, the floating stairs, I'm like, you didn't forget, I'm like, oh shit, I'm, like, I'm so happy, like, damn, he remembered, because I'm like, if he ain't, I, I would be mad if he forgot, but I will be happy that we're not paying for it, because I'm like, damn, that's crazy, but I'm also like, I want to have them because we already paid for them or it's already in the budget. So I'm like, we're going to have the floating stairs in the house. We're going to have the floating stairs in the house. The shit going to look like, woo. And I'm like, it would be so crazy if our appraisal comes back at like 330 If, if the, ba- if, listen, we paying the price. If the Bamboo Project first house flip comes back with an appraisal over three hundred k, you all don't understand what this year is going to look like. It's going to be crazy crazy oh my god that comes back so we right now we are probably like five weeks out think about that guys that's like five podcasts okay i do my life in podcasts that's how i do that's how i know what day of the week it is that's how i know what day the podcast is my is my anchor so we're about five to six podcasts away from the house being finished and then we go to step number two or whatever step it is and refinancing the house so that's that i'm gonna try to make this short as quick as possible for y'all that's not true i'm not gonna do that so the podcast as y'all know went up super late like it came out on monday it's supposed to come out on friday right it's been moving to saturday to sunday and then monday i was getting my ass kicked by this podcast all weekend And if y'all edit videos, y'all know, maybe y'all don't, okay? I'll try and give y'all a little quick tutorial of what this looks like. The video was not syncing, okay? We have two audios and we have, we have two videos and one audio, right? My computer does the audio as you see with the mic, the two cameras do the video and they have their own audio attached to it. So when I put it into Final Cut Pro, which is, which is how you edit videos, right? They have a little section, which I learned after editing about 30, 40 podcasts that you can just press a button and it will sync the audio from your camera to the audio from your mic. So I'm like, oh, this is spectacular. So I went to go do that as I normally do for the last 50 episodes of the podcast. And it was not working. I could not sync it. Now, there are different issues when it comes to syncing that could cause this. It could be the audio was trash. It could be a variable frame rate, you know, that just, you don't have to know what that means. I just, I can look it up if you want to know and a host of other things, right? The reason why I chose not to do it manually, because this is how you manually edit a, this is how you manually sync a video with an audio. Think of an hour long clip, right? You got an hour long video, you have an hour long audio. They're on top of each other. Every single time that my mouth would move out of sync, I have to go in and cut it, right? Cut the clip, delete it, and then, not delete the whole thing, just leave that little millisecond and move it back one millisecond. Now imagine trying to edit a video by milliseconds, an hour long video. By the every time that I see my voice start to drift out from when actually when you actually see the, the video happening, I would have to go in and then cut it, remove it and move it back. That would take me forever to do. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. So I was going three days. I was trying to figure this out. Three days. I'm learning shit about Final Cut Pro. I don't even have to know just i'm learning about sample rate how fast music go how fast uh uh, uh audio go. I'm just too much too much so then i'm like you know what donovan forget it just you're gonna have to throw this video up with no video because I, I had to make a choice i had to choose what i'd rather do no video or no audio I started editing the video with no with no mic audio, just actual camera audio. It was trash. And I would not do that to you guys if I have the video. I would rather give you guys the audio and no video for two reasons. One because it sounds better and I'm pretty sure most people listen to this podcast do not watch it. I mean, I don't know. They don't sit down and watch the whole thing. So you don't have to really see my face. So it's better to have good audio because you might have it in your headphones or you might be listening to it on Apple music. Anchor, Google, you know, you name it. We on it. If we are not, we about to be on it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it like that. That is the solution. So edit the whole podcast, like an hour and like hour and a half. You know, the New Year special. I edit the whole thing, right? So now I'm like, all right. I feel accomplished. I got this done on Sunday. I'm good. So now I go and I'm like, oh, I still should make a thumbnail because I can't just throw up a blank video like with with a with a blank. Thumbnail, which I've done before and it says uh, construction under construction thumbnail. I said I'm going to have to go and use the video and make a thumbnail from that. I go to the video to find out that I've been using the wrong video this whole time. And that's the reason why it didn't sync. How are you going to sync an audio with a video and the audio to, from the video? You can't sync that. You can't sync two words that don't match up. You You can't do it. And that's what I was dealing with for three days. Now, I was livid because I'm like, "Damn, does that mean we don't have the video?" I would, I, how did I get the wrong video on here? I think I put the week from before. So now I'm stressed. I done edited this whole video, the whole audio, only to find out that the video is incorrect and we don't even have the video. So then I'm like, "Bruh, what the fuck?" So I'm looking through all of, all the memory cards and I find the right video. So here's why I'm pissed. For two reasons, I'm pissed for two reasons. One reason is I edited the whole audio already. The whole podcast is edited and ready to go and I cannot put it up because I have the video. number two, if I had the video, I could have put this up on Friday and I could have already had the other YouTube video up. Both of them and the Turo video could have already been up. Not public, but posted. So I am livid at my, I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening. So then I say, you know what I'm going to do because I care, I'm going to go and re-edit this again. I'm going to put the video on here. Now, we still lost one of the angles. So I don't know how that happened, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to at least put up the video from the front angle and the audio from the mic. And we'll do it from that because I think it's a special video. I think it's the first that's the last video of the year. It's the New Year's special. And then next year, when we want to look back on what we said for our New Year's. I want to be able to watch the video. And if there's no video, I can't watch it. So that's what ended up happening over the week. So now that that's finally up, we can get back to this bag. I still have three videos to edit for YouTube um, to put up there. Not edit, but kind of just put them up um and so episode playback we made it this is the best month of youtube we have crushed every single thing we made the most money this month in december we got the most views most subscribers the most comments the most shares any any category you can think of we got the most of it all of them across the board it is our best month for youtube going into 2022 we already told you it's gonna be a movie okay um i didn't do that um and then funny enough I talked about a FaceTime call that happened last week where a group of kids more or less called me. Um, I did not know about Roblox. Maybe I will do, maybe I don't. I didn't really, I know of it, but I didn't know that like girls play it and I didn't know that younger girls play it. I, I was very surprised. These girls were like 18 and 19, I think that called. Um, so I did not know the demographic of Roblox. So that's something I learned. So here's Donovan's questions, okay? Whose fault is it? If someone eats peanut butter or shrimp and they die, whose fault is it if somebody eats anything they are allergic to and they die? Who to put that blame on? So the reason I was asking this question is this. It's this whole conversation about people's conscience. People have become so morally oriented, right? Everybody now has the most morals and everybody now cares about people dying all the time right now this is and this this goes this is so crazy to me because i'm like if i said to you did you know that your iphone is 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 made in another country and people die because of that is that not in your conscience too you don't care about that but you would still use iphone if i told you that the apples you eat come from another country and people are slaughtered for the apples would you eat the apples you would right but now all of a sudden all of a sudden Your conscience is now, I don't want nobody else in the world to get sick and die. I don't want to do it. And it's like, when, when, let's just say that you do feel like that, okay? Because that's fine. You don't want nobody to die. That's fine, okay? Do you have a line? Because that's where I get you. Because if you don't have a line, you're using a lot of things right now that people get killed from. People die all the time from these things. And to be honest with you, if you really... If you really don't want anybody else to be affected by your decisions and what you do, you should probably stay in the house. You shouldn't use a cell phone. Don't use electricity. Don't use money because you know, money also is tied to a lot of death. Is that also in your conscience? If you invest in a stock, right? And that stock or that company decides to do something that negatively affects people and they die, is that on your conscience? Because now everybody is so content oriented like hey i really really want people to be safe and i don't want nothing to happen because of what i'm doing right so this is why i ask the question of whose fault is it if someone eats peanut butter and dies nobody says damn i can't believe a person died from peanut butter we should sue the peanut butter company They need to be held accountable for this person dying of their peanut butter allergy. That would sound crazy. If you are eating food at a restaurant, right? And you eat the food and there's shrimp in the food and you are allergic to shrimp and you get sick and you almost die. That is not on the fault of the restaurant. It's not on their fault. If you know you have allergy and you don't tell anybody about the allergy, it is not their fault, especially if they say on the menu, hey, this could possibly hurt you, right? But now, here's what we have. This is what we have, right? People are saying it should be on the fault of the person giving the peanut butter, shrimp, uh, kiwi allergy, cherry allergy, Whatever these allergies you might have, we are saying it's on that person for making the cherries. That's what we're saying right now, right? That's how we're saying this whole vaccination thing. Instead of what you would normally tell somebody, if you are dating someone and you find out they have an allergy, you know what you tell them? Hey, hey, don't go to a place that you might get sick. Do things that you could make yourself safe. That's what you would do, right? You would say, hmm. I'm gonna make sure that I do all the things in my best interest that I don't get sick. And I'm not gonna blame anybody else for me getting sick unless they purposefully, purposefully try to get me sick. Okay? Because it's not their fault. And that and that is the problem I have with all of this. So again, this is the question I have. Okay? Last year I remember asking my dad, before this whole thing happened, I was like. I think the people who are the sickest should be put inside of or be put in like a hotel or something, and they can stay there until everybody else catches it and everybody else kind of gets over it. And then the sick people can come out and, you know, deal with the, the, the ending brunt of whatever the sickness would have been, the disease or whatever. The people who need the most help should be helped. Those are the ones that should be helped. You should not be forcing everybody else to accommodate to the very few people that need help. That is not how that should go. We should be giving all of the effort that we have. should be to everybody that actually has an immune deficiency or any type of thing like that. Anybody that is uh, really susceptible to getting sick and dying. All of this time, energy, and money should be going to them. Why is it going to the people? Why are you mandating and making other people who are healthy take the vaccine? Because So I can save a person who is unhealthy. Because it's not only about uh, comorbidities in terms of things you're born with. Your lifestyle can cause you to die. So that is your choice. So now that you come in, you come in contact with something that... You, now that you have come in contact with something that can negatively affect you for the choice that you make, we sh- I should now change my lifestyle to now fit the decision that you made as a human being. I don't think so. I don't think it's work like that. So that is my don of question for the day
0: day. you said what some people don't have a choice in sickness
1: that's what i said the people the 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 lifestyle choices that you make if you have a lifestyle choice that causes you to get sick from covid and die i should not be held responsible for that like don't look at me because you don't want to you don't want to exercise you want to eat craziness and do whatever and now you get extra sick because you overweight that but if it's a if it's a health thing like you, it's, a, it's genetic or it's her, uh, hereditary i think all of our money should go to those people find find uh, uh medicine or find cures or whatever you can find to help them to uh, build build uh what do they call those things not appliance i keep going appliances build things for them build a special kind of mask build a special kind of place hey anybody that that's, that's what it should be anybody that may die from covid you should be honestly funny enough y'all are the ones that should probably be put in on in quarantine so that y'all don't die that's what it should be like the whole world should not go into quarantine because x amount of people might get sick a small population of people like that that shouldn't or not get sick will die from it um but again that i digress this is the only topic for a life update no this is my only topic for today's topics i feel like we live in a third world country that's being attacked by propaganda that's what i feel like when i go on twitter and I see that a Joe Rogan interview has got 40 million views or 30 million views and it's not trending on my Twitter and I follow Joe Rogan's name. If I if I see things that are happening in the real world that are controversial or contradictory to what the mainstream people say and that's not on my feed, that's an issue. And I only I'm going based off of what I see in terms of when you hear about how countries debilitate other countries through propaganda i f- that's what i feel like i'm living in every day it's people are saying things to me i feel like i'm in like a, a a dystopian utopian world where i'm like the world is 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 f- is making no sense at all but yet all the people we look to for credibility and for honesty and for truth and facts are being told we don't want to hear you. You probably don't know about this. There was the the uh, the doctor on Joe Rogan who got banned from Twitter. And I'm like, how are you you're banning doctors? Like, how do you you should you cannot ban one side of a conversation, whether he's right or he's wrong. You don't you that's not how you show who's right in a conversation. You don't go, you know what? You don't want to hear what you're saying. That's that's not what you do. You go, okay, I'm gonna take what you say. Up against what they say and then we could actually have this conversation. When you start seeing people going, you know what? This is this is what you need to listen to. That's a problem. And I feel like that's probably what happens in these countries that we hear about on the news or in the movies or on social media where you hear a, a, a super propaganda campaign where we done went over there and said that ex-president should be the best, and they probably got all these memes saying that he's the best president. They're talking about how great he is with kids and all types of lies, probably, and they're just pushing that. They're telling you who's a liar, who's not a liar, and I really feel like that is what we are experiencing with all of the It's everywhere. Like, Luckily, Melissa and I are insulated from it because we don't have news. Even though we still do use Twitter and Instagram and things like that, we are not inundated with the nonstop uh radio where they play this over and over again. I watched somebody put a clip of how many shows or how many news stations are sponsored by Pfizer. I'm like if I not I'm not watching those shows. I barely watch Netflix now. What we really watch is One Piece. If we're not watching One Piece I might be on Instagram posting or working on something. Like so we really don't have All of those things being pushed on us all the time, and like I said, I would tell you to try, see if you could even do this. Can you even, if you were in the car or in the house or whatever, try or even on on social media, try and block out all vaccine related information, just to just to see for like I'm not gonna say for a long time, just like three or four days, and see if anything changed. I mean, that's not long enough, maybe like a week, maybe a week. I would say a week and just see what happens. Just see if you feel any different because there's a lot of, I see. Yeah, I still see you. There is a lot of induced anxiety that people are getting because of this. And like I said before, if you don't know, if you're not tracking your anxiety, somebody is going to manipulate it. They're going to manipulate your anxiety, and if you don't keep an eye on it, they're going to use it to their benefit, not to yours. So, like I said, that's kind of the last thing that I was thinking about for today's uh, podcast. Uh, I'm excited for this this month. I think we have we you know after we got through the first, we paid our price. We paid we paid the price for success for this week. Now uh, we on to the next. We on to the next week. I'm excited. I'm about to get all these pop, all these videos out. Whew. And honestly, I feel like they're probably going to do well I feel like, I don't know, which one of you think going to do the best Out of those three, the journey video, the trail video Or the anal- analytics I think the trail video is going to do better I think, because I, I think, I think analytics Will be I don't know you, you, I don't know, it's going to be tough, it's going to be tough but yeah, I don't know. We'll be back here next Tuesday. You can find all of the behind the scenes content on our social medias. Mine is Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. And my phenomenal, beautiful, amazing girlfriend, Anita Byrne. A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. You know what it is. Hashtag Bamboo Project 2022. It's going to be a movie. And with that being said, Bamboo Project